and welcome back. Ah! Okay, it's been like a good minute since I've been, you know, posting. And for a minute, you know, the enemy really got me. For a minute, the enemy really had me where he wanted me to be. Because um, I was actually going to go on a break. I was going to go on a really long break. Because I just, I don't know, like... I just didn't know what I was doing. I honestly didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't know what I wanted to post and the videos I wanted to make and I was like, I was just really feeling really like, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to do, da 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 da. So I took a, I was just, I was not gonna post today. I was not gonna post, I was not, I was gonna take a long break and like probably just stop doing this, honestly. But, but I prayed to God and I was like, God, I'm so confused. I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me, give me a sign. Give me a sign, like anything, to really verify that this is what I'm supposed to do. And he gave me three. He gave me approximately three. Now, the first one, I ended up on during a devotional. It was talking about um, how God, not how God, but how Jesus turned water into wine. That was one of his first miracles, right, that he performed. And the, pretty much the devotional was centered around acting, you know, moving, doing what God has called you to do. And I don't know, that really just shook me. And then I saw another video. But after that that first time, I was like, nah. You know, like, it wasn't enough for me for some reason. So then I ended up having, like, I follow, uh, I forgot what the name of the channel is. But I followed this church online, and it has a YouTube channel. And the pastor's message was, again, how Jesus turned water into wine. It was the same story, so that was... That was already signed, but what he was preaching on, what he was preaching about was about doing what God told you to do. Literally, the title of the YouTube video was do what God told you to do. So that was even more confirmation, but still, I was still doubting. I still had doubt. But then this one thing happened. It was late at night. I was going to go to sleep, but then I was on my phone and I saw that I had a notification on Snapchat. I thought it was weird because I don't go on Snapchat at all. I don't touch that app. That app is trash. So I thought it was weird, and so I clicked on it. And then next thing you know, it was how one of my friends ended up posting my podcast on a Snapchat saying, this is deep, go get, like, get a relationship with God. And that really just, that really touched me because I honestly feel like sometimes I'm talking to a brick wall. I feel like I'm talking to nobody, no one's listening. Um, but no, him posting that was honestly just not just, it wasn't just a pastor preaching, it wasn't just a devotional, but it was someone really being touched and really actually caring about what I have to say. Not even me, but about what God, you know, has to say and about his word. So when I saw that, it really motivated me. And immediately I got up, I took my pen and I started writing and I didn't stop until like two in the morning, one, two in the morning. I'm not even capping the Holy, just the spirit really, it really helped me. And I just started writing, writing, writing. And I had so many ideas. Now I have literally so many videos lined up. I have a three-part series coming up. Like, I have so much stuff, so much content to release. Thank God, you know. And, you know, it's just crazy because the enemy really had me. <laughs> he really had me for a good minute. But I said, no, no. So now I'm here. Okay, let's just get on with this video and this topic. Today's topic is why does hell exist? It's a really controversial one, obviously, but I have so much to say because I feel like, mm, let me address. I feel like there are so many um, people that are not Christian or from 
yeah that are not christian or that are yeah people that are not christian that don't understand why would a loving god said send people to hell you know or why does hell exist why does that even have to happen why do we need to go to hell there's none there why do people need to be punished for eternally blah 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 well this video is exactly for those people asking those questions it's exactly for those people that don't really understand why a loving god would send god would, would send people to hell i'm just here to answer some you know those questions and to clarify, I'm not a pastor, I'm not even a teacher, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl from Canada, just trying to preach the word of God. And I don't, you know, I'm still learning, I'm still growing in faith. I have been studying the word more, and I'm using more scriptures, which I thoroughly enjoy. So, if you have any more questions, like, go to God. Read, open his Bible, you, you'll have the answers. I'm just here to just, you know, uh, talk about what I know, and to spread a little... A little bit of word that I know um, from the word of God so let's just get right into it okay so number one God does not sell anyone to hell God does not send anyone to hell we actually send ourselves to hell now that sounds weird stay with me stay with me okay um, to understand this concept we have to go all the way back to the beginning of time basically so hell was not created for us hell hell was not created for humans in fact hell was actually designed for satan and his angels now matthew 25 41 says the king will turn to those on the left and say away with you you cursed ones into the eternal fire prepare for the devil and his demons so the hell the cursed fire was actually prepared for the devil and his demons and you know why because the devil was ever the first sinner he's the one that wanted to be like god and thus in order to be He's the one that he's the one that wanted to be like God. He wanted to be more than that. He wanted to be greater than God. And you can't do that. There, there can only be one God. So you know, God was like, "Yo, you can't be me. You can't be me." And Satan was like, "Nah, I want to be you." So then you know what he said? He's like, "Bet." He God said, "Bet you do you." So you know what? So you know what the enemy said? He said, "You know what the enemy did?" The enemy was like, "Bet." So he went. He got. He left. He left. He, you know, um, God didn't argue with him. He was like, you want to be like me? You can't, but you know, you do you. And Satan was like, bet. So he left, um, heaven. He left. He basically got kicked out of heaven. Right? And that you can say that was the first sin. And therefore, hell was created for him. Who, him, him who rejected God. Him who wanted to be greater than God and his followers. Because there were also angels, um, that wanted, that was like, yeah, that was on Satan's, you know, that was on Satan waves. There were angels in heaven that were like, yeah, we, we feel you, Satan, and they followed him. That was a lot to, like, say. And that's why sometimes we say that um, the devil, Satan, is the god of this earth because this earth is wicked, it's full of evil, and guess what? Satan is exactly that. So, but yeah, that's just a little segue. However, when Adam and Eve were tempted by the snake, this led them to sin. You know why? Because, you know, God said in the garden, you have all these fruits, all these veggies, all these fruits, all these light, nice plantations. You can eat whatever you please, except for this one tree. This one tree. If you eat that tree, if you eat the fruit of that apple, you will surely die. You will die. And then the devil in the form of a snake came in, tempted them, tempted them and said, you will not surely die if you eat that apple. You will not surely die. Well, he actually tempted Eve. And then Eve was like, you know what? You know, what you're saying actually makes a kind of, what you're saying actually makes kind of sense. So Eve ate the apple. She ate the apple. And she was like, you know what? I can't perish by myself. 
Adam, where you at? Come and have a taste of the apple. And then Adam ate the apple. So because of their sin, because of the fact that they doubted God and they did not obey to his command, basically, and they listened to the enemy, we are now inherently sinful. Because of their sins, we are now born into sin because of their sin. Ain't that great? Don't we love that? So because of Adam and Eve, we are born into sin and our body, our flesh, do not want anything to do with God. We are inherently against God from our flesh to everything. And that's why when, you know, we preach the gospel, that's why when we hear the word Jesus, we just, you know, a lot of the times some people just don't resonate to it. And that's because our body, our flesh do not want God because of their sin. So sin includes a lot of things. Uh, we I know we know the, the typical lying, murder, thief. But sin also includes idolatry. And I feel like people get idolatry kind of messed up. Idolatry does not have to necessarily be a god that you're another god that isn't Yahweh, you know, the one that died for us. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. Idolatry can literally be like you putting yourself or your body on a pedestal. You can be your own idol. Yeah. You can have, your body can be you can um you can put your body on a pedestal or you can put certain people on a pedestal you can put money on a pedestal you can put uh i don't freaking know food on a pedestal anything that you put on a pedestal that you depend on then god rather than god that's an idol that's an idol and you need to repent you need to repent you need to pray you need to repent um i don't know why i went off but yeah there's idolatry and there's also denying god denying god is a sin and we have all done that we have all denied God. We have all put other people on top of God. We have all put something on the pedestal that we idolize. Yeah. Now, because of our sin, because of Adam and Eve and the fact that we are born into sin and the fact that we choose sin on a regular basis, it's not that it's not that we like we're just born into it. We choose to sin. We choose to lie. We choose to steal. We choose to do these not so great things now because of that we deserve eternal punishment because of that we deserve eternal condemnation in hell we do and i feel like many people don't understand that they don't understand why is it that me lying me lying once what deserves for me an eternal punishment deserves for me eternal anguish well first of all god is perfect God is absolutely perfect. He is a clean being. No flaws. He never sinned one in his, once in his whole entire life. And he is so bright and so perfect that he cannot live close to sin. So therefore, so therefore, he is completely against sin and he has to judge sin. If God is so perfect and so clean, and he wants us to be like that too. He wants us to strive for sinless he doesn't want us to thrive in sin he wants us to um seek holiness seek cleanliness seek seek righteousness right so if god a perfect being who him who him himself does not tolerate sin how could he tolerate sin in us and i also feel like people get it twisted we choose to sin we choose to lie we choose to do these bad things we do we really do. Like, now when we reject God, when we decide to live in our sin and live in our flesh, we also decide to go down the path of unrighteousness. And the path of unrighteousness is also the path of death. 
of hell. So when we choose to sin, we choose to live in this flesh. We go down the path of hell. God does not send us that way. In fact, and here's the good news. In fact, God went on this earth. He went on this earth as a human being, lived for 30 some years, sinless, clean, died on the cross. And you know what's even greater? After three days, he rose from the dead. He did all that. Death to life to death to death to life he did all that to save us from that condemnation he did all that to save us from that eternal punishment second corinthians five twenty one says god made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of god yes praise god like in him we- In him, we become the righteousness of God. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that beautiful? Literally, in him, we are redeemed. In him, we are made new. Now he looks down upon us and he sees us as righteous. He sees us as worthy. So therefore, there is no more condemnation for the ones that have accepted God into their lives. Accepted what he did on the cross for you, for us. You accept him and then and that's how you pretty much gain salvation that's how you gain salvation bro when you accept god's free gift of life because it really is free no price to it and you don't even have to do anything you all you have to do is receive it you don't have to i don't know do a special prayer you don't have to sacrifice a goat no he did everything you just have to receive it and once you receive that you are freed from that punishment you are freed from hell you are free for you do not live no more no longer in condemnation you are saved now you have what is called salvation can i hear an amen ah the word of god is so beautiful so good now anyone who does not accept god's free gift of salvation they inherently send themselves to hell now you understand when i said that in the beginning that we send ourselves to hell that's what i mean and yeah like i know for a fact that when i used to live in my flesh when i used to live in this world I knew dang well what I was doing was wrong. I knew dang well that what I was doing was sinning against God, and I did not care. I did not care, honey. I did not. Because you know why? I loved my flesh. I loved my life more than I loved God. And that's the honest truth. And I knew that the path that I was going to was the path of unrighteousness. And I knew that if I were to die, then I would be going to hell. I knew. I knew I was conscious, and I was terrified. This is actually something I talked about in my first ever episodes on this podcast. Um, please check out my podcast if you're listening through YouTube. There are some really good things on there. But um, I used to be terrified of hell. I used to be terrified of death because I knew exactly where I was going. I used to be terrified of of, um, of God coming back. You know how in the Bible it says um, God will... Dang, I forgot. I don't know the exact Bible verse. I'm just paraphrasing right here. But it says how God will come back like a thief in the night. Thief in the night. <laughs> ah, okay, sorry, this is a song. There's a song called Thief in the Night and it goes hard. But yeah, in the Bible it says that God will come back like a thief in the night. Now I don't know if you've ever been robbed, but it's not a fun time. It's scary. It's tension. You're scared. And that's exactly how it'll be for the ones that don't accept him in his life. For the ones that do not truly accept him and don't accept to be renewed and changed by him. The thought of him coming back will be scary because you know exactly where you're going. And I think the like and that's honestly how it was. I was always scared of God's second coming because I knew that I would not, I would be left behind. 
And you know what I think is so interesting is that when you tell people that they are on, on the path of destruction, they're on the path that will send them to hell eventually, they get so mad at you. They get so pressed. But it's like, if you are living this life, if you are living your life, and you feel so free and you feel so happy, then why would the, why would the thought of even punishment even bother you? If you saw yourself as a good person, if you saw yourself, um, if you saw yourself as a good person alone without Christ, and if you saw that what you were doing was so good and so good, and you were living your life correctly, why would the thought of condemnation be so scary to you? Why would the thought of, you know, hell would be? Why would that be so offensive to you? Because I know damn well that, um, you know how sometimes preachers talk about, are you lukewarm? Are you this, not the third? Before I used to be like, oh, am I lukewarm? Because you know, I knew that subconsciously I was. But now, messages about lukewarmness or not being fully into God does not scare me, does not frighten me because I'm so confident and I'm so confident in God. I'm so confident that I have accepted him into my life and I'm so confident that when I do that, I will see him. I have that comfort. I have God's comfort in my heart. And now, that what I'm trying to say is, if you felt so comfortable, you felt so at peace, you felt so happy living the way you do, why would the thought of hell even bother you? You know what I'm saying? If the thought of hell bothers you, I would say that that's your subconscious right there. That's the Holy Spirit right there telling you that, hey, there's more than this life. There's more to the, there. There's more than just this life. You know, this life does not, the life does not end after we die on this earth. And I would personally say that, you know, that's a spirit really reaching out to you. And I would say, bring it to God. Bring it to God. Because he, he will give you peace. And I mean true peace. He will give you freedom. Under him there is no more condemnation. You are saved, bro. You are saved. And it's so simple. You know why it's so simple? Even children as young as five accept Jesus Christ into their lives. I'm not freaking lying. Do you know how many kids, like literally children, accept Christ and get baptized? I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not hard. It's not. And I feel like, honestly, for a while, I've been sugarcoating. I haven't been wanting to speak the truth, but this is, this is urgent. Like, accept Christ before you, before you don't even have an option. Like, this life is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. And I'm not trying to scare y'all. I really am not. But, like, it's just the truth. It's the truth. It doesn't matter how you feel. And China McLean, she actually said something really interesting in one of her videos um, that I saw yesterday. But she said something how the truth is finite. It doesn't matter if you feel like it's not true. It doesn't matter if you feel like you believe it or not. It's the truth. The truth does not change. The truth does not move. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Like, I don't freaking know. I can I can feel like... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with a really stupid analogy. But let's say I'm taking a test, right? <laughs> and I can feel like I got the right answer, but it doesn't matter how I feel because the the correct answer will always be the correct answer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that made any sense. I really don't know if that made any sense. But I can feel like I got, you know, like I did good, but it doesn't matter how I feel. It matters the tr what matters is the tr what matters is the correct answer. No, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, your feelings don't determine your truth. the truth. Your feelings do not change what is real or not. You know, 
I can't feel the air, but I know it's there because I'm breathing, aren't I? So uh, I'm just trying to say this is the truth. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not. It is the truth. And I just, I'm saying this with urgency, with bluntness, not because I'm trying to scare anyone, but because I want people to hear the truth and I want people to just accept him into his life. Like at least whatever happens, you can't say that you didn't know. And knowing that I have a clean conscience, so yeah, I kind of went off on a little tangent. How do you accept Christ into your life? How do you accept Jesus Christ, God into your life? Let me tell you, it's really simple. Really simple, nothing too complicated. Romans 10, 9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is my Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nothing crazy, no type of spell, no type of sacrifice. Literally, if you believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And that you will be, that's it, you will be saved. Like, that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. That's it. Now, however, let me make it clear. That's, a, that's, that's salvation right there. That's the first step to gaining salvation through Jesus Christ alone. I have to make that clear. That's the first step to gaining salvation. But once you start living for the Lord then you actually have to start being renewed you have to start being changed because obviously if you're living for god and you want to honor him if you want to love god you can't keep doing things that he does not love just like in a relationship if you love someone then you'll stop doing things that irritate them okay or you'll try your best to avoid doing things that irritate them so accepting jesus christ into your life is the first step to gaining salvation but actually having a relationship with god and getting closer to him is completely is is um takes is it is is more is more there's more to it and that's actually my next video that I'm gonna get deeper into, um but to to preface this video to finish off, hell was never created for us it was created for Satan and his angels but because of Adam and Eve and their sin we are now born into sin, so now for the one who does not accept Jesus Christ into their life. They decide to live in their flesh. They decide to live in their sin. So therefore, they also decide to inherit their path of condemnation. That's inherently what they decide to inherit. And why do they decide to inherit that? Because they were, they not only just live in their sin. They not only live in their flesh, but they're also re but they're also rejecting God's free gift of salvation. Yup, that's that. So. Why does hell exist? Because we've rejected God. That's that's simply it. Because we've decided to live in our flesh. And it's it's not even like God sends us there. It's literally us. We choose to go that direction. We choose to go down that path. And I feel like something I have to point out to make extremely clear is that for the ones that do end up going there, for the ones that, you know, that have decided to live in their flesh and have died and this, and went there, they, it's not like in hell they they, they they like decide to praise God no it's not like in hell they they like they realize their mistakes and they they like decide to turn away from their sin and to you know love God no in hell people still hate God in hell people are still um yelling at him and cursing him there's actually a Bible verse about that let me try to find it okay I couldn't find the Bible verse and but I know for a fact, I know for a fact 
that and how people okay i don't know for a fact okay i don't know for a fact but i know that in hell that people won't suddenly decide to like turn to god and worship him no people in hell they still reject him so it's not even like 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 bro bro like what do you what else do you like some people just be getting so mad at the concept of like setting of you going to hell when you don't decide to receive what can free you of that like what like what do you want then what do you want like, like what do you want what do you want but anyways i'm done i'm done that's it for this episode i'm sorry if i was a little bit blunt or a little bit you know in y'all's face but this is just the truth and this is how i'm going to be from now on like god has really awakened me like just i've just there's no reason for me to hold anything back like this is the truth of the gospel and i will preach it boldly and firmly because people need to notice people need to be awake people need to be aware and so yep it is what it is um stay tuned for my next episode and for my next video because i will be talking about how to get closer to god how to get closer to god right right because you know it's good to be saved it's good to have salvation but having that one-on-one connection that one-on-one relationship with christ it hits different it hits different so please stay tuned for that please subscribe to my youtube channel if you're on youtube and please follow me on my podcast it's on spotify it's also on google podcast um but yeah hope you're having a hope you're gonna have a great afternoon and yeah see you guys next time bye